You are on the 14th Step, a podcast about addiction and recovery. My name is Mark. I am a professional counselor and a recovering addict. Hi, my name is Skip. I am a recovery coach and a former addict. Guess what? What? Someone shared one of our posts Uh and left a comment. I saw it. And it's quite a comment. It is. We need to read it. I'm going to read it exactly like it was written. Although I'm going to put a little punctuation Uh because he didn't put punctuation. I'm not going to read his name. But this will give us something to talk about. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, this was your post. Mm -hmm. Of course it was. Talking about... Uh, you were reading one of the steps, I believe. Yeah, it was, the second step, maybe, uh-huh. or the first step. I, I was doing remember. a little a little suggestion thing about step two, how to work step two, or what it is. Exactly. Uh-huh. So here's what this gentleman has to say. Okay, he's from another state, by the way. Yeah, but he's from the United States of America. Okay, ready? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Complete BS. Complete exclamation point. The drug is not stronger than you are. Stronger than the drug. This is why most of these programs fail. And it's a lie from beginning to end, teaching you that you are just weak and pathetic and have no ability to help yourself. And you must look to an outside source to help and depend on it. All you're doing is exchanging one dependency for another. You want to recover? Quit being a dick and just say no. You are the one that chooses to do the addiction, not the other way around. So make the conscious choice not to do the addiction. Yes, you may deal with withdrawals, but quit being spineless little puke and learn how to stand on your own two feet and deal with it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, most people won't understand this because all they want to do is be coddled. Period. If everyone was like him, there would be no addiction. Evidently, all we have to do is say no, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was drunk when he wrote that. I don't know if he was or not. It, it, it. Well, the man has never gone through an English class in his life. Okay, <laughs> conscious. You don't even want to know how that's spelled. Anyway, uh, what do you think about conscientious? It? Maybe that's maybe that's how he. You're talking about the 12-step program, and the first thing he says is complete BS. The drug is not stronger than you, and you are stronger than the drug. Really? Really? He does bring up an interesting thing, though, and this whole thing is talking about it's our choice to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think at the beginning, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Don't you? I do. I mean, at first, when you first pick up, it is a choice that Mm -hmm. you make. But that choice is not driven by the fact that you think you're going to be a raging addict 10 years down no, the line. No. That's not really where your mind is at. No, I think the choice is a multi... It can be a ton of different things. Well, yeah. It can be your part, you know, you're at a party, you're, you're with your friends and you just want to have a good time. Or you're and young. else is doing it. You're young. And you don't know any better. And you're bulletproof. Right. And you just do it. There's not anyone that's sitting around at 10 years old thinking to themselves, man, whenever I'm 40, I want to be drinking a half a gallon of vodka every day and sitting 20 in a, hydrocodones. And sitting in a dark room. Right. Yeah. Replying to comments, commenting on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and using no punctuation. I think addiction is not a choice in that sense, but I do think we can choose to recover. Um, Ooh, that's good. And I think when it comes to this, because he's responding to this powerless thing, which a lot of people take an issue with. 
I think that we are powerless over the addiction, and the solution to that is to put it down and, and get into recovery. But I don't think that I have the power to control the addiction while I'm using it. And I think that's what the powerless thing means. Right. If that I, you're powerless over your addiction. Over the drug, over the addiction. In my own story, I mean, I tried every which way to control it. I tried to space it out. I tried to save some for the weekend. I tried to do certain drugs on certain days, drink certain things. And I came to realize that if I have to work so hard to try and control something, it's already out of control by definition. Right. And I don't have, I don't have control over it. I'm not, I don't have power over that thing. Yeah. We fool ourselves. Right. And we say that we do. But it's just like it, it, it's pulling us down the road. And so, you know, what he's saying is don't, don't be spineless and don't be a coward. And, and, and I, I don't really, I don't like that kind of like shaming people for their addiction because I do think that addiction is something that happens to us. It's not something that we consciously choose to well, do. Well, and I would tell this guy just straight to his face, I would, I would say if you could have a magic time machine and go back and look at the times that I, that I tried to quit and struggled through withdrawals, there was nothing spineless about what I was doing. I braved it. Dude, I was walking in a swamp waist deep with a sword fighting off enemy. I mean, there was nothing spineless about it. I think that we do choose to keep using drugs. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of fear involved in that choice. But I think the choice becomes so profound that the idea of not using it is would it, it feels like it's going to be the end of our life. So we have to really, we do have to summon a lot of courage mm -hmm. to recover. There's a thing I hear in meetings is like, we're powerless over our addiction, but we're not helpless. And this thing about being powerless, if I'm individually powerless over my addiction and, and I'm looking for a power greater than I am, he's also talking about, well, I have to depend on an outside source. If that outside source is a group of friends or a group of people who care, I should be depending on those people to help me. Nobody is, we shouldn't have to do this on our own, and I really don't think we can. And maybe someone, maybe someone does do it on their own and gets clean and, and lives a oh, great I'm sure, life. And I'm sure there's people that have done that. And that's great. I tell people, give yourself the best shot at it. Right. And surround yourself with people who care about you, who understand the problem, and who want to help you with it. Well, and he's referring to a 12-step program or a group as trading one addiction for another. And I've read that in a couple other comments too, that people say, well, now you're just going to get addicted to this group and all that. So what? If that's the way you want to define that, I don't understand. If, if, if I could, if somebody would have came to me and said, Hey, your addiction that you're on right now, I'm going to trade you right now and I'm going to make you addicted to golf. Right. Well, I would have taken that trade 24 seven, right? I think it's really silly to think that people are addicted to meetings or addicted to recovery. Like it doesn't really, def it doesn't mean that it's an addiction because I were to go to meetings or to go to yeah. counseling or. Yeah. But I think they, they refer to that in their mind. It's, I think some people just have this natural get turned off by um, religion. They get turned off by organized help in some kind of way yeah. that they just, 
that that's what boy this read that way with an exclamation point is this guy doesn't believe in anything well there's a stigma when it comes to being addicted to something and then there's also a stigma when it comes to being in recovery oh boy and so we kind of get hit all ways and it it, it's not an easy thing to deal with most people would rather be seen outside of a bar than outside of an aa meeting Mm. because there's some it's almost like if I have to go to AA, then I'm weak in some kind of way. Well, that's exactly what and he so put. Spineless. We ha- it, the humility that it requires to... Is brave. It is. And that's courage. That, it's really, that's the opposite that's of That's the opposite here. of spineless. It is. What he's talking about. And I'll tell you, in just reading this, I, I'm, I'm being really hard on him. But I've been in... The, maybe not quite to this extent where I'd write it down in a paragraph, but... I know exactly where he is right now. Oh, yeah. And he's obviously hurting and struggling and just, you know, screaming out to the universe. And he's just not at that point yet where he's ready. Or he's you know, not, or he's someone who's not addicted at all. And, and doesn't understand and any of it. That's just the way that he sees it. There you go. And I think it's, it's a, it is a legitimate perspective to have. But I think that we need to change that conversation if people want to get better. Yep. If it was just being hard on people or just say no, you know, there wouldn't be any addicts. Nancy Reagan. She would have solved the whole problem. She would have got up on TV and said, you know what, just say no. And no. then everyone would be like, oh, The damn. light bulb would have went off in 200. Why didn't we think about that before? No. We can just say no, Mark. Gosh. It's brilliant. I know. And people's heart are in the right place, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's good intentions, but this is not a simple problem. Nope. This is a complicated problem with human beings who are messy. But to write off a program as lying or complete BS to casually dismiss 90 years of 12-step program as ineffective or doesn't help anyone is to right off the people that it does help. And some of the best people that I know are recovering addicts. Absolutely. Some of the bravest people I know, people that have productive lives, who do wonderful things, are in recovery, who have worked 12-step programs or belong to a program like that, and are helping other people. Absolutely. So we don't think it's complete BS. Right? I, per, not, so let no. us know what you think. What do you think about uh, what we just talked about uh, responding to this? Yeah. Do you think AA meetings are complete BS or NA or any other 12-step program? Leave a comment below. Let us know what you think about it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks.